You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to My Star Wars Life, a look at news, reviews, and other happenings from a galaxy far, far away. Here are your hosts, Scotty and JD. Welcome to My Star Wars Life. Okay, this is a special episode. Uh, as you guys are listening, we're seven days from the release of uh, Rise of Skywalker. So uh, this is a whole episode is a spoiler alert. So if you've not seen Rise of Skywalker, do not listen to this episode. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Oh, shoot. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> okay, back up and edit and... <laughs> Hi, welcome to My Star's Life. Well, no, I'm, I'm sorry because we have no other topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we do projections, uh, predictions, uh, spoiler that ideas? Was, that, was, that was last week. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was definitely last week. Um, we did talk about this about uh, Mando Mondays uh, for episode three of that, which has already been released. And um, we will... Uh, Talk about if so. If you you know if you've listened to both shows, you'll probably hear some of the same things over again. Sorry, that's how it works. But you know, you just get extra Mandalorian stuff with that episode. Yeah, I'm your native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by, as always, my Jedi Master JD. Howdy, howdy. And then we have have Kohas here. Kohas. Which I'm trying to come up with a Star Wars name for you. I know. Listen, I had a couple of them. I was like, uh, so this one's this one's for the uh, the trolley people. He puts the man in Mandalorian. <laughs> but then I was like, really what it would be is he puts the doubt in Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. I'm good with both of those actually. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The man in Mandalorian makes me seem like I'm one of those Ray haters. <laughs> oh, sure, girls can't be Jedi's. <laughs> Mom, I'm in the basement. <laughs> By the way, I have an extreme hatred for the Phantom Menace and I'm after them. <laughs> You're after the Phantom Menace? I kind of want to call Oh, okay. I kind of want to call this episode. <laughs> Girls can't be generous. <laughs> I'm all for it. Uh, Troll them in, baby. <laughs> you put this shit up on YouTube, you're going to just fish hook them guys in. We might incel a ri- inside a riot, riot. Yeah. All right. So we have all <laughs> seen Rise of Skywalker. You saw it l- l- the earliest out of all of us. Yes. So it's the oldest yeah, in so my brain. Yeah, the oldest in the brain. Um, I saw it the preview night of, so Thursday. But I did see it again today, so it's kind of fresh. You saw it. I saw it Friday. Friday. So, all right. And been, We were podcasting, been... and we all said, I wonder how JD's doing it, because we looked at our friends. <laughs> like, right about now. now right about now. <laughs> Funk's old brother is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, and, but I've been ta- talking about it nonstop, though. So, so let's start with you, okay? And so, because we've, I mean, we we we've both talked about it um, in the last in the in Amanda Mondays, okay? So I think it's only fair you're the one with a new perspective on it. So potentially, hopefully, I don't know y'all. So, <laughs> so uh, how was it? I loved it. I really nine out of ten did. Nine out of ten did. Yeah. Because the things that I had wrong with it, I decided it didn't matter. I got another Star Wars movie. It made The Last Jedi better. This movie made The Last Jedi a better movie. Yeah, I'm going to disagree. That's fine. Circle circle gets a square. Sure. Um, But Chekhov's gun, right? The the concept. We talked about this in season one. The whole Luke's X-Wing under the water. They never did anything with it. That was my biggest... I lost my mind when that happened. When they didn't do anything with him? No. When the when when it appeared in the movie and Ray was flying it, I lost my mind. Enjoy. Okay. I was like, well, I don't know. I didn't know where you were going with that. But yeah, no. That tied up the problems I had with the last... One of the problems I had with Last Jedi of them showing it under the water and never doing anything with it, right? Okay, cool. I mean, it was a little longer than I was expecting to wait on that payoff. This is a very interesting but, perspective, and I am... I don't mean to interrupt. I just, fine? Based on how angry I am, <laughs> like, his perspective is... It's it's actually beautiful. Please yeah. continue. I don't interrupt. No, I just, it's... I want to side note that just because it's... Well, so I knew... I knew going in that it was going to be a polarizing movie. I knew that there were going to be love and hate. Right. And I was just going to not listen to either of it before I saw it and go with the way I wanted, you know, how I felt about it. And 
Yes. Was there fan service? Yes. Am I a fan? Yes. Thanks. Thanks for the fan service. <laughs> right? I mean, I appreciate it. I mean, like, there, there were a few issues I had, and one of them was an issue I've had with the entire sequel trilogy, and well, that's well, the way that Abrams I think, and they... I think I want to do this... Uh, uh, I want to do pros and cons on it later. Okay. I mean, because I think that's I think that's fine. That's something we didn't do in the last show. We no, no things that we really liked about things, things that we thought could work better. Can we can we talk about fan service for two seconds, or does that mess up your rhythm? No, 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 no. Since you kind of teased yeah, over no. it. So no. my thing is, okay, well, real quick, this yep. this episode is kind of free form anyway. So we're, we're there's not like a format for this. Oh, one, perfect. So. I know, but you have a what's good, a you, format? You're, you're, <laughs> you're the chairman. <laughs> I, I think an open forum and an open discussion for for you're the voice Skywalker. in all of our heads, and so I think that's I think that's I think it's fair just to leave it open. So yeah, it's it's fine. Three guys discussing a cool movie. So here's here's my thing about fan service, right? Uh-huh. It, it I don't know what happened in a in in modern cinema that fan service became a bad word, and it's a very right. negative connotation. Like people are always angry. Oh, there's too much fan service in it, right? The majority of Star Wars fans I know mm-hmm. had a major issue with the Last Jedi. Why? Because there was no fan service. They took it all away. <laughs> they literally took it all away. Yeah. You have Luke throwing away a lightsaber. You yeah. have an X-Wing underwater. Everything that would be something we would enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, no great. Our cameos are killed off. Akbar is treated like nothing. Right. That's the opposite of fan service. <laughs> so when people bring up like, like not, not that you did, but I've right. heard other people say like, oh, Star Wars is just full of fan service. It's like it's the equivalent of the women can be Jedi, girls can be Jedi. Well, that was a very distinctive other dissenting voice, though, because women can't be a Jedi was much more basement guy. That was like no, that was the mid level. That guy. was the yeah, yeah. That was he has a one story house. <laughs> <laughs> no, he lives in the apartment. The, the apartment, the garage apartment. Oh, he's the, the, at the, the basement house, right, right next door. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's that dude's other older brother they, they, who's kind of got a band, but not really. They've you know? got they've got two bush beans cans. <laughs> in a string so they can discuss their views. Oh, dear God. <laughs> dude, I gotta go get band practice. I'll be back. Yeah. This band's really like a four-piece, like a <laughs> brass band. <laughs> but he's like 32 it's years fun old. It's to go to raid anyway. He's, so it's he's, just, but, no, he's 32 years old and does like he, he only does appearances at like marching bands and, and, and uh, parades. I love it. I love it. And that's how he makes his living. Yeah, that's his living. We've just scripted a new film, by the way. <laughs> So to, to to that point, I, I know I remember saying on, I mean, on record during last season of my Star Wars life about Last Jedi, I, I still said when when we did this version yeah. of the show for The Last Jedi, I 60% love Last Jedi. That's amazing to me. Because I love I mean, the fact, totally. like, yes, I'm not the biggest, like many, many watches later, I'm, you know, I, I, I've said, you know. Abrams took Force Awakens from A to B and said, all right, get it to C. And he went to 13, right? Ryan Johnson went to 13 instead of C. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, ret- I just put all that together yeah. in my head and I was like, oh, this totally works. I buy it now. Uh, Ryan Johnson's like, Algebra, I got this. 13. Return of Skywalker was a lot of getting 13 back to C and then to D. In, you know, Agreed. so, but, I still didn't mind that that was one of the things I remember saying to Scotty that I loved about the last shot. I was every time I knew something was going to happen. It didn't like the whole thing with Luke tossing the lightsaber. I mean, my wife was pissed when that happened. And like, but, but I guess for me, the challenge I still come back to is, is watching rise when I I sat in the theater and and again, I saw it in a different experience. So mm-hmm. my intention was way more narrowed. It, we got to see it on a preview uh, when they're testing the print. Okay. So it was me and a guy who's not a big Star Wars fan and Jeff, uh, who's my partner and super big Star Wars fan. Yeah. So we're just zeroed in. There's no audience distraction. There's no, there's no energy in the room. It's a really polarizing, yeah. weird way to see a movie. Yeah. The crazy thing about it was for me, every time they retcon something from the last Jedi, mm-hmm. my heart, swelled with joy and it's not because i hate the last jedi because no. i i do i actually i call it the worst movie i've ever seen and the reason i say that is because if you have i okay, don't know i'm gonna slow you roll there because because yeah. we have seen nemesis like star trek that's nemesis? the worst movie ever made <laughs> star trek nemesis no there's a no in, in, in our other show but here's the the, but my defense on that though is nemesis had i can't remember four million dollars it was four to twelve million dollars star wars had a lifetime of content mixed with of successful content mixed with 
What was that budget? 120 million? Right. I don't remember what last I thought Battlefield was. Earth was the worst movie ever made. Oh, it's up there. Okay. It's bad, but it's not as bad as Last Jedi to Or me. Nemesis. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm wondering what this Nemesis is. Nemesis, is, But Nemesis is so bad in some spots, there's some redeemable qualities. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to recall. So the, okay. I'm not watching it again, though, to defend it. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to recall to our podcast on Nemesis. For, so if you've not listened to it, the, the, it's the Catacombs episode two. We did Nemesis on that. It's a, Nemesis is a movie. It's a, it's, a, it's a cyborg movie that was made by the guy who did Cyborg. And so his whole trope is there's like eight of these damn things, and um, it is so confusing that when I do the summaries for the show, <laughs> I just couldn't do it, <laughs> and so I just pulled up the wiki and read the wiki and went, no, that wasn't in the movie, and the whole episode is that. Yeah. So there's literally information. That it was like, oh, that would have made it make a little well, bit well, of yeah. sense. That makes sense. That's a logic leap. <laughs> My point being is that every time something happened in this, they retconned it. I felt better about Star Wars. Uh, I've said this before. It's a personal thing for me. Star Wars. I think Star Wars is very personal for everyone. Yeah. Right. And that's what makes Star Wars, arguably, a very strong fandom. Sure. When watching the Last Jedi, the only way I know to put it is, I was embarrassed to be a Star Wars fan sitting in the theaters. It's as if I suddenly went, it, I, it was like I was Peter Pan, and I was like, oh, I have to grow up. I, I can't. I can't be. I can't live in this world anymore. Because that's how much. And I know that sounds extreme, but that's truly how I felt. Yeah. And I turned to my wife. I was like, we can leave. And she's just too cheap. I was. I would never walk out of a Star Wars film. Right. But she. She's like, no. You spent whatever it was, twenty eight dollars right. on tickets, just because of the the Luke stuff, the bad writing. It's just a whole series of events. Uh, and and I think I. I mean, I didn't put it. And I'm not trying to convince you. No, no, no. And, and that's what I was. I was trying to say. I was about to say a little bit ago, and I'll, I'll say it again in a second. But like, I mean, aside from what Attack of the Clones, like. This one's not my favorite, but still, I love Star Wars so much that every little bit of Star Wars I get, I'm okay with. Sure. I mean, now that's warps my point of view a little bit, whereas I gave Rise of Skywalker a nine where somebody else without that, you know, rose colored glass will say, well, it was a six or a seven. And And by rose colored glass, you are being insensitive. Why? She's not. She was removed from the film. No, she wasn't. She was in there. Well, they retconned her. In the movie. She's in like seven scenes. Yeah, he still kind of retconned her. I mean, yeah. it's we- I was well, there's no a love joke. now. There's no but love it, it was now. A, she's a weird. She's a because weird now, character now. Because now he's got to go Mac Mac on Lando's girl. I, I'm pretty sure that like all of the main characters that we've seen in the last three movies are just in one big giant polyamorous open relationship. Not hundred percent. Like and Lando's at the head of it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, he is now. Yes. <laughs> In more ways than Let's one. Let's go find out where you're from. <laughs> you know, like he's gonna mack on her, and be like, "Oh wait, you're mine, right?" Like, <laughs> oops, that's fine. It's Star Wars. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I did a droid. I I'll did my droid. Thing. I can do my daughter. Wait, that's weird. Oh boy, that's can that be the title? The alternate title? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like how I love episode it. nine. You, I did a droid. I did my daughter. <laughs> the story of Lando Calrissian. <laughs> but no, what I was uh, gonna say earlier is like. I knew going into this, it was polarizing. You know, I knew there were going to be love and hate. And I also knew that, like we just said, discussing is, fu- discussing is fine, but I'm not looking to make anybody love it. Just don't same try way. to make, get me to hate it. Yeah, that's you know, same thing. I, I like, like Bubba was in here a minute ago and we talked about it yesterday and the only problems he had with it were technical. He thought there was weird pacing issues. It Which was too dark. Um, the, the couple issues I had, you know, we'll talk about in a minute, but... But like he didn't have any problem with the story, and I liked what they did with the retconning. Like it was, and it wasn't even like it wasn't even important parts of the movie. The retcon, it was literally no, it throwaway was literally, lines. It was. it was like uh, Admiral Holdo. Can't we just pull yeah, a Holdo? And he's like, No, it's a one in a million shot. You dumb shit. Come yeah. on, let's go. <laughs> I mean, literally, he just throw, like, Hey Rose, you want to go with this into space? No, nah, I got to go do some errands for Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, they were all throw, but they meant the world to me. Yeah, not. I had no issue with Rose at, at any point. I didn't either. But they they meant the world to me because the ones that did fix some of my issues with the Last Jedi, mm. um, and then there were some big ones. I mean, Luke at some point turns around and finally says, I was just being a dumbass that. Yeah. I mean, that's weird. I mean, it's, I don't know how it feels the second time around, like viewing it again. Does it stand out more that it's, it's more obvious that they're completely changing the character again? Yeah, oh yeah. But or or again, I'm not going to convince you, but here's my here's my, you know, my my lob at it. Right. He has a character arc. 
He learns. Yeah. He learns something new. I'll, I mean, I mean I'll, he's dead. I'm not going to argue. But, with it, <laughs> no, but, I'm just. Yeah, it's a perspective yeah, yeah, yeah. that I read actually today that I was like, okay, that makes it maybe more palatable. But the fact that you know he, as a ghost, turns around and hands her the lightsaber instead of how about he catches it? Right. I mean, I mean, it's the opposite. Yeah. So it just. I told my wife she went into it and she was like, "I'm going to go see it." I was like, "She's like, how was it?" And I was like, it'll heal your heart because she was brokenhearted like I, you were from you, Last I was, Jedi. I was hurt, man. <clears throat> the, so- from the second Luke tossed it over his shoulder, she was heartbroken through that whole movie. And she came out, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I loved it. I'm so, like, it fixed it. I, so, I love how, I mean, the, man, the, the episode we did on Mendo does the same thing. We, we spent some time talking about Rise of Skywalker, but we always we always kind of get hung up on Last Jedi. And, and this is... You talk about polarizing. Last Jedi is super polarizing. Yeah, it's, it's it's. I think more so than this one will be. I, I agree. But I I didn't have that feeling at all. You guys had when he tosses the lightsaber, at all. Hmm. And I and I, and I, oh, you're, I don't know. If, it you, was you, Danny. Danny. Dan, right, Danny. Right, I, right. I was just like, huh. See, okay. Where's this gonna go? Right. No, I thought they were pulling a Yoda. You know, like when you know he. Shows up and he's all like mischievous and is like, "Oh, here's I'm just gonna go eat. Wow, how can you eat this food?" And I'm yeah. Still so this- like, <laughs> as you get old as a Jedi, right. dementia goes bad. Right, shit. right. I just figured like, oh, Minox shit, crazy. Oh, oh, this is what because because Luke's obviously you know, in my at, at, as I'm watching it, I was like, oh, Luke's just doing what he's ta- he's learned. This is how Yoda taught him. So he's like, oh, Ray shows up. Oh, the lightsaber doesn't make <laughs> sense, doesn't it? And which is true because there's an episode. How far are you in Rebels again? I still haven't watched season four, right. but um, go ahead. There is an episode in season four where Kanan um, makes uh, keeps Ezra's lightsaber because he has to remind him that he needs to solve his problems without it. And it's like, wow, this would have been a great way to, to to start a whole lesson. But you know what? It's Ryan Johnson. Fuck that. He didn't know that. He's like, I. I honestly think Ryan Johnson went in to be destructive. I that's yeah. that's where I was, and, and, and I, I still believe that because right now he's right now he's on, which is weird for a director to do, is on a defense like PR run on this. He's done a lot of tweets, and a lot of articles, and he's talking about like uh, talking about this movie when most people will just shut up about it. He, most people will be like, hey, "It's a higher job." You didn't. We well, like. never heard M- Richard Marquand come back and talk about Ewoks. <laughs> Two things: he 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 died, and B there was no Twitter. But <laughs> but there was one Star-Log. of those is more important than the other. Right, but, but, but what about Irvin? But it, it's weird to me that I'm, and I haven't read it at all. I was going to bring it up in the, and I may bring it up from the next episode. But I, it's weird to me that he is having to, and JJ too. JJ was doing a lot of JJ's pre defending too, though. No, he's not pre. He's not only pre defending; he's also defending Last Jedi. I'm not Last Jedi, but uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, and so. It's really weird that they're, they're they feel like they're on the defensive. So most directors going to find you don't like it. Whatever, I'm I'm not, ghosting knives out. I think it's back to my other thing, my other point that we talked about a little bit. And I don't want to make it about this. So if you want to hear the real technical crazy conspiracy theory that I have, go listen to Mando Nine. But I think a lot of it is the <laughs> amount of uh, time and energy Disney has invested into the Star Wars trilogy, this new trilogy, and the error that was made at the very beginning that there's not a universal story all the way through. Mm-hmm. They let three different people essentially right. And that's where my conspiracy theory is. But they let three different people literally write the scripts, not just like make a director's treatment. They wrote the entire story from beginning to end and shifted. They did whatever they wanted. It was hands off. Hmm. They treated Star Wars like a James Bond. That's how I see it. They treated Star Wars like James Bond, where James Bond's the same characters. We know him. We love him. But there's no continuity between Bonds. Not anymore. Like They just same adventures. So, uh. I think there was a time that worked because the first trilogy is kind of it's a hundred percent that way a hundred percent that listening way. to that podcast right and yeah. so so George Lucas had an idea what he wanted to do had mm-hmm. an idea and it's up to you to believe what the lore is on how well thought out these movies were I tend to believe that he got lucky with making Star Wars didn't expect to make any other movies after that I, I agree I think he got really lucky with that which who know you know he came in to movie this movie that no one like while filming it saw any faith in it. I mean, right. You go watch Empire Dreams and you watch how like the crew were like we're making some kind of fantasy movie and it's like kids will like it but it is not making dollar one. Fox didn't believe in it. You know they, they just threw it in May. Maybe we'll make some money. I mean literally it wasn't. <laughs> and, and then it becomes this hit. And then it, Lucas puts 
so much into him making this thing, and then the fame, the fame stuff hits him on the on the south end of this, and everyone wants more, and everyone wants a piece of him, and everyone wants this, and he just has a nervous breakdown. Mm. He just can't. I mean, his marriage was falling apart. Uh, 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 it was it's just a whole this whole nightmare thing situation for him. So this is why he doesn't direct or or write uh, Empire. He's like I'll I'll hire someone to come in. Uh, he hires uh, Irving Kirshner, who's a uh, I didn't know this until I listened to that podcast. Irving Kirshner was a professor of his at, at UC. Oh nice. I did not know that. I didn't know their relationship. So that's that makes a whole lot of sense. So I'll go somebody. He goes to his mentor. He goes to his mentor. Yeah. Help me, save me through this. And so right. Kirshner goes, okay, I will. Uh, they had uh, Lee Beckett write the first first draft of the script, and she had a a huge pedigree in science fiction and so, so and character, character, and character. She's, she's an Altman person, if right. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she's done some Altman stuff, and then uh, oh, and then she tragically dies. Of, I mean, she turns it in like eight weeks later. She's dead of cancer. That's mm. how. That, and so he does. It's crazy. Right. Wow. He does two drafts. Of, Lucas does two drafts of scripts on himself on his own while he's on vacation in Mexico because so he's recovering from his on this nervous breakdown. He's working on this thing. He's also trying to work on the next American Graffiti because that's the next thing that they're, they're, the studio wants, which he will also pass off. He will produce it, but he will pass it off. It's the same thing. Um, and then uh, they get Large Kaznick. Kaznick kind of comes in, kind of like dragging his heels. Like he didn't want to do it, and so he comes in and does it. Uh, I think the 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 draft is kind of the, the final draft is kind of. A lot of Kasdan, a little George Lucas, and a little Irving Kirshner, because Kirshner puts in the humor and the romance in it. Because that's Kasdan's first draft of that. It's, it's I've read it. It's a straightforward story, and Kirshner was like, "Where are we going to laugh?" And yeah, we, there's no. He's chemistry. a classic director, though. He's like, "Where's the chemistry?" And so, and what's that's why Empire Strikes Back works, though. It's funny. It's way funnier than Star Wars, and there's romance. Yeah, and it's not like the, you know, the the the. The Joseph Campbell fantasy kind no, of no, it's romance. True. You're it's right. Just like it, it, it worked real well. Mm-hmm. So that being said, and, and Jedi's the same way. Jedi's just as a mess because again, Lucas passes it on directing, and and, and Kirshner was supposed to direct that, and it didn't work out either. That would have been fascinating. Mm-hmm. And so so would uh, um, it was uh, the guy who directed uh, uh, Dune and. Um, De Laurentiis? No. No, no. Dune is, uh, uh, what's his name? Is it, He took his name off of it. Yeah, it's Good uh, grief. Why can't it's David, uh, David Lynch. Lynch. Lynch oh, was yeah. supposed to direct Jedi. Yeah. And so that's why he directs Dune. He's supposed to direct Jedi. That didn't well, work out. I'm a little, I'm glad that didn't happen. <sighs> David Lynch's Dune. I mean, David Lynch's Jedi would have been, I just, I, he, he did pre-pro on it. I'd love to see the pre-pro on it. I know, love. but we, we got like, you know, the guy that made Looper, which is a good movie. Right. <laughs> His version no, of Jedi, no, I, and we're like, oh. Not saying it would be good. I'm just saying I want to see it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. No, no, no. Oh. I'm all into it now. Now that we're safe, I'm good. Yeah. Right, right. There's a safe word. Right, right. But pre-safe word, I'm out. So that being said, there's a precedence for this being a mess. It just happened to work out the first time. The problem is now, viewership is is different. We Studios have taught us to watch movies in a whole different way. It's, this is the biggest challenge that we face. Right, and so and so... You you have a model that works. Marvel, mm-hmm. Marvel gives you a, here. This is what works for us. We you know especially in this kind of fantasy, sci-fi, whatever you need. This this kind of you know, the more fantastical we can balance it, and they do. I think Kathleen Kennedy being and I'm I'm not 100 percent sure it's her, but I'm just but she's, she's the captain. She's you the gotta... captain of the ship, so I'm blaming this on her, and I'm saying the blame correctly. I think she looked at the old model and said, let's let's stick with what George did. And not do what the prequels did because everyone hates the prequels. And George, with the prequels, George was in charge of everything. He wrote yeah. the scripts and mm-hmm. he directed. Right. Which probably wasn't the best idea. Right. He he needed a no man. Now, you you got you need that, but you, uh, as a director, I can tell you, you need separation. Right. Yeah. Right? If there's no separation, uh, if uh, I cut... So I, I directed and then edited my own film. Right. It's crap because I know what everything is. Right. I know what this is supposed to mean. I learned that lesson. I hired an editor and my films got tremendously better. They just turn better. Okay. Right. Same thing. Like Lucas has, especially in Star Wars, Lucas has this deep mythology. Yeah. That's all he's doing is telling mythology. Right. Mm-hmm. You've got to have someone be, as you point, yeah. I mean, you're spot on. You've got to have somebody to do it. Right. I don't necessarily think that the concept, for example, of switching directors is great. But I do believe that Lucas still had a general idea of what he was going to do. Certainly after Star Wars hits, because that's the right. fluke. I think from Empire into into once they saw they had the money, because it was going to be an in, he wrote two scripts. Right. He had Lee write uh, Splinter in the Mind's Eye, which is the low budget version of Star Wars. It was like three character, four characters, something really minimal. No, that's, no Han Solo. It wasn't Lee Brackett. It was the, that was uh, a book. The guy who wrote the book wrote, wrote that. 
Oh, but there's a script first. No, no, it was a book first. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. But the book was supposed to play as a script if it didn't work. Right, right? exactly. So really? Yeah, it was a low-budget Star Wars. Splinter's Mind and I was going to be the low-budget Empire, right? And so, so you have these two different versions or whatever the case is. Point being is he had a through line. Yeah. That's what's been missing in this new trilogy. And one of the things that I brought up to Scotty, and this is just my small little brain working, <laughs> I missed space battles. There's yeah. not a single space battle in the new trilogy. Now we can talk about the bombing run, and I'm not. Dis- I'm not. Right, right, but that right. wasn't really a space battle. I mean, it there is. weren't dogfights. There weren't. There were good no dogfights. Extended dogfights. There was a right. little bit at the end of Skywalker. But that's. I would argue that's atmosphere still. And I know that sounds yeah, weird, but, but there's something about the vastness of space yeah. to me that I just love. All that. Right, so just, just sorry, just, I didn't mean. That. I want to no, no, clear yeah. this up for everybody. So Alan D. Foster wrote this uh, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, and the reason why he got he, he Lucas liked his writing, and he hired him to do the. Uh, um, adaptation for Star Wars, and part of the deal was to write the the official Star Wars sequel, which was Splinter, Splinters of the Mind's Eye, and it was cut down to four characters because budget, because they saved everything they had, so they didn't the movie wouldn't cost much, and they cut it down to Luke, Leia, Vader, a couple other characters, because Harrison Ford didn't want to do the next one, so they were yeah. like, they were already <laughs> he out. wanted what he wanted to die back in Star Wars, right? right. I mean, it's like. For somebody that doesn't want to do all these movies, he certainly keeps popping back up, doesn't he? Yeah, but testament to his acting skill. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love Han Solo? Right. No, I know. But like, I think that was the best kept secret of Rise of Skywalker. I had no idea. I read I all the spoilers. No and idea. That was, that was in none of the spoilers. I had no idea he was Nor was uh, Ray 5 is what I now call her. Um, Red 5, Ray 5. Oh, yeah. Ray 5 was not so, in any of the spoilers either. So, all right. Just my little, one of my, one of my... Doesn't distract from the movie, doesn't take away from my hatred, but with something I would have loved to have seen instead of what happened. Okay? The segment. The, but sorry, not even your segment leader. Not even Okay, I like that. So we'll do that'll be a segment. I like it. I love not, it. Not even and it's not even a big deal. It's like thirty seconds, right? So we got Dennis Lawson and I was so excited to see him. Right? I don't know yes. actually. Okay, name. I mean huh? Wedge. That's Wedge. Wedge. Thank you. I don't yeah. know Wedge's real name. So so, so Falcon pops up. We see Wedge and I think he was in the belly gun or shit. Uh, he's in the belly gun. Belly gun. And I, I was sitting next to Ross. I was like, "Nice flag." Yeah. And so, did you, you did you do you keep up with the comics at all? No. Okay. So there's a there's a few panels that I read of I can't remember. I think it was Poe has gone to try to recruit after the Last Jedi, and he comes across Wedge, who's retired farmer. Oh I think. no way! I gotta go get that. And. Uh, He's like, we need your help. He's like, no, get get the heroes to do it. Get Luke, get Han, get whoever you can. And Poe's like, um, they're dead. You know, not that blatant. You know, not that. Right. But and he Wedge just hands him Wedge a picture just, of Ryan Johnson. Yeah. He's like, this guy did it. <laughs> and rightfully so, Wedge is devastated. <laughs> he just throws it over his shoulder. shoulder. Well, we can't we can't blame Ryan Johnson for for, for Leia. That's hard living, Gary Fisher. That's hard living. Yeah, no, that's no, true. but that's true. But but well, no, but Leia wasn't obviously canon dead at this time. Right. So he, you know, I was just like so. But I also know from talking with Scotty that Mr. Lawson isn't the biggest fan. Doesn't really want to do it again. Doesn't want to come back. Doesn't like cons. You know, doesn't. That I know means, he's done one recently, but no. Here's what's funny about that. So I, I met him, and he was lovely. I met him at uh, Star Wars Celebration Orlando, and uh, he had he had done some European cons. He had done and not very many, and he did uh, he did the first con ever in the U.S., which was Celebration. Funny enough, he'll be at Pensacon this year. I know. Really, I can't really? wait. Yeah, this Austin's going to be at Pensacon. It's fantastic. So, See, I think he's just using his travel excuses. Go ahead, please. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I would have loved to just because I knew about that little comic, right? Maybe I dreamed it. Maybe it doesn't exist. But I swear to God, in my head, that exists. I I know it's in there's a there's a novel there's a novel that's a bridge cat novel that goes into this film, and I know that there's a because I read it. It was on StarWars.com. Uh-huh. There, there's a similar scene to that where they're talking to Wedge and Wedge's. Was just trying to figure out if he wants to, to be a part of it. Maybe, maybe the comic in my head was you telling me the story. Then I <laughs> am old. Uh, that's we're just gonna go with that. But anyway, <laughs> so we got his nice fly and you know his coming in. But how awesome would it have been like to see him again, just for another ten seconds, like when Ray comes or Ray Five, as you were putting it. You know, Poe's po flanking the Falcon and Ray comes up off the Exegor and is there, they're sort of flanking the Falcon as they're leaving. And if he just looked over and just like <gasps> saw Red Five for the first time in 40 years, 
Oh, if I would have seen that, or and he's on the if he's on the ground and he puts it. his hand by yeah, it, that's my just, girl, or so, just some old World War II yes. feeling moment. Oh of like, God! Like, I survived every bombing run <laughs> through the Pacific Theater and and the European Theater, and then he just touches it again. Yeah, it's oh, gold. Yeah, I would like to see him in red too. I would have lost. So that it. was. Uh, I want to say that was because uh, Bubba or Red Leader, if you're you know Jedi. Yeah. Uh, Bubba is as big a fan as Wedge because I always love the non-Jedi pilots. Like, they're my favorites. Wedge, Poe, just... He was like... We were talking yesterday. He's like... Or his introduction is Poe's in trouble, right? He's being trailed by four or five. He's he's keeping him maybe getting a scorch mark here or there. And then just this old-ass T-65 comes and goes, pop, 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 pop. Need some help, kid? You know, like, just like, oh, Oh, that yeah. would have just been amazing. I actually was really sad when Snap died. I was Snap too. was my new wedge. Yeah. Right? In my mind, I was like, man, they Snap's the new wedge. And, he, and then he didn't make and it. And now I guess it's Elo, because yeah. I thought Elo died in Jedi. I did too, but... Because didn't we see him get hit, but then he's... Or maybe it's maybe I'm just being speciesist and, and then, it's a then different... they really... The, 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 the young lady that was the A-wing pilot, I forgot her name already, but she was who my jam was in Jedi, Last Jedi. Like, she's yeah. in the opening battle. I was like, yes. Jess? Pava? Maybe. But I was so excited that we were going to have this, this amazing female A-wing pilot. Right. And then, again, I blame him. Blame Ryan. Uh, <laughs> popping my dreams again. I was so... Because my kids, it's all about... I know girl characters for my gr- my girls. Mm-hmm. All right, so do you have one? I, can I comment on both of those? Yeah, I, I, it's I, your show. No, no, it's, it's, it's like a legal. It's like a legal pitch. <laughs> and, and I hate to be this guy, but it's it's funny to me that you guys are like, I wish I could have seen X, you know, like this X pilot. The dude, they don't do that shit in Star Wars. Yeah, you're they right. Don't, they don't do that shit. You talked about Akbar like he's something. Akbar ain't shit. He's not. We didn't get Akbar until Jedi. Akbar, no, I know. Akbar just says it's a trap, and and, and that's everyone loves that, and, and it's a meme and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, Akbar's not nothing. He was he, an admiral. Whatever. That's something. Whatever. He's a fish, Boba Fett. Seriously, Boba Fett just looks cool. But, but Boba <laughs> Fett gave us the Mandalorian. Akbar gave us Akbar Jr. <laughs> now he gave us a, what is the money called? The what? What's the, the money yeah, called? Oh, the, 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 the uh, flan. 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 <laughs> Calamari and flan. Which I got at a Mexican restaurant recently. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, it's, you guys are talking more expanded universe than anything. And I think that's fascinating to me. If you, I'm, I'm just, Stick to the movies. They don't do this stuff. They don't do it at all. Yeah, we get the wedge stories, and, and you know, there's whole novels of the Rogue series, yeah, and then comics and whatever. Well, they're gone now, right? right. Yeah, well, no, it's, they're legends. The legends of the Rogue. You know, right. It doesn't matter if it's canon or not. It's a legend. That's how that's how they treat it. Right. And so some of the things may have happened if they need to put that in continuity. They will. But it's it. I just find that fascinating. You guys, it's just like oh. I want the little. Like I want the little. But they never well, it's do because that in the movie. But, but nah, I will disagree. Where, where? Wedge, Wedge, Wedge is the what? The only one to survive in a fighter all three movies. So Wedge's Wedge's con- whole entire contribution to the Star Wars trilogy. Uh huh. Let's say the original trilogy, right? Cannot be more than three minutes. And that's why I wanted a five second look. Like I wasn't asking for five minutes. I, th- I think for me, it's more the fact that those are the th- those little pieces are often to me cemented in the the, the world that I love. Right. So th- Wedge represents the world to me. Right. He represents a piece of the world. The world I see on screen, I know I have to deal with. It is what it is. But Wedge gets to be something that is in my brain. It's the Hitchcock effect. It is everything I want it to be inside of my head. Boba Fett is the same thing. That's why I was so tremendous. Akbar was that for me because I actually like military strategy. So for me, you get very little of it. He's the only one that seemed to ever really yeah. have any sort of strategy. He has a maneuver. Even with the, it's a trap. No, no, Lando is. Lando's. Uh, Akbar wants to run. Lando's the one who go. I just watched it again recently. Jedi. He goes, let's go fight the Star Destroyers because we'll, we'll, we'll last better than the Death Star and Akbar's like oh, okay <laughs> well, I get it I'm just saying like you have a military leader that's not Leia and and then the other generals most of the other Daldana and everybody else they're, they're kind of they don't do anything no they don't Riken doesn't do it right Riken just tells Han that I'm gonna miss you buddy yeah. Yeah. Death March not even you know whatever and then he goes off to Full Metal Jacket to talk about you know yeah, right. we're gonna win the war <laughs> and then, and then, and then poor, poor Riken Daldana doesn't do anything he said except calls uh, Leia Leia and <laughs> I mean it's it, 
<laughs> Leia to my friends, Leia to everyone I, and, else. And, and, and I'm sorry to be adversarial, adversarial about this. I thought he was making up new some new sorry. Uh, like I, gender orientation. If you've listened to this podcast, <laughs> when I get excited, I make new words. Um, uh, hold on, I will pause. You've not seen the movie yet. Some of them, the ones that I read, because I read them all before, because I don't I just, care. I just don't want to. We're, 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 we're discussing on the podcast. I just didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to spoil you. Okay. <laughs> First of all, look what I printed on my CD printer today. I haven't cleaned it yet, but. Oh, nice. oh it's a Baby Yoda, Yoda, folks. He paused it. Yeah, not a pause. I will cut it. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. like you were like, it's a 3D. It's a Baby Yoda. Like, well, it's radio. Nobody's listening. I'm trying to make good radio here. But nobody's so, listening. But. <laughs> Trying to get back to my point, I, I hate to be—I don't want to be adversarial about this—but the the, the the things that I wanted, the, you wanted to see, are stuff that will never show us. It's, no, and it's weird to me. It's just, well, but that's the point that of the, the things you want to see. It that's should be the, the supposition. That's that's the whole idea. Know. It should be the fantasy yeah. thing. Like I would like like I I might be one of yours because we've talked about it. I would like Kylo to live. I'm trying to not to ruin anything yeah. for her. Oh, I, I didn't know. No, see, I would. Yeah, no. I think it's a bigger trade out. I think it's a bigger that's character. Yeah. Um, if you were doing more. Of the Skywalker they saga, are. maybe they're not going to do right. more of the Skywalker so, saga. So here, well, so they're going to do more movies, but and, and again, you can like what you like, and, and yeah, yeah. But I, I think he, I, just, I think he to had me, to. To me, you're like, you know, like Wedge, and then Agra. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, so okay. Here's why I think I love Wedge so much, and I always have. Obviously, growing up, I wanted to be able to use a lightsaber. I wanted the Force, but I obviously don't have it. So he was achievable, right? Because Wedge where, doesn't have the Force. So that's why, like, he's why I wanted to be a fighter pilot. Him and Maverick, which, yeah, I'm going to go watch the other one of that this summer. Uh, but, uh, like, I always wanted to fly, right? And then they're like, oh, you're colorblind. I'm like, oh. That's true. <laughs> right? So no flying I, I, for me. I, I and I'm not Lando. small enough. I'm a terrible gambler, but I always want to be. And I'm terrible with women, so I, I, but I always want to be Lando. See? <laughs> Everybody's got something. Right? I just wanted to be being three able to talk your way into anything's pants is achievable. <laughs> the force isn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? <laughs> you know. <laughs> this whole show has gone in the most awkward ways. All right, so let's moving on. Mm. Moving on. I uh, I would like to just let's let's discuss. Let's also positive things that we liked about the movie. Let's let's do those. Let's do two or three. Li- yeah, you want to limit them? So let's, we let's just do don't three, kill things, yeah. that, three things that we, we we really loved about Rise of Skywalker. I've got my favorite. It's a big impact on me. If Go I, ahead. I'll, you I'll may out. start. Yeah. Um, for me, the ending of that film is my favorite Star Wars ending in history. It's my one of my favorite endings of of a sequence of narratives. It's got to be more than one movie. I've got other movies that end. I love the ending of the of, of Rise of Skywalker. I love the idea that that there are two lightsabers. I love that she was trained as a Jedi. I love all that history, but I just love the fact that it starts, it finishes where it starts mm-hmm. and we just go back. Leia has no home. It's right. gone. I just like that simplicity. Mm-hmm. I like the fact, having read the spoiler and read that these knuckle turd fandom menace idiots had been going crazy. Like, Oh, she's going to take the name of Ray Skywalker back there. Mm-hmm. And she, that's the one in the duplex. Yeah, that's the duplex guy. Jedi's <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't be girls is the other guy. He's this one. Um, but the fact You're that not- they were they were really upset, it just blew me away that they the way that was handled. Having read that spoiler, I was like, ah, yeah. oh, that's going to be kind of weird. Nope, handled like a champ. You know what? All I could think of in that scene, I mean, it was beautiful. Like, but all I could think of, like before they got to the the point of the scene, right when they're doing the. This, the panning shots of the of the abode and everything. I was like, that's gonna be murder to clean. Yeah. Like all that sand has built up for thirty years, just and it gets everywhere. And it gets everywhere, right? But she's used to it. I mean, I, like that's what I was thinking too, though, because she's from Jakku. She's like, she's like, I'm comfortable. Yeah, like the temperature. I'm comfortable. And then the fact that her hilt became, I mean, her old staff became her lightsaber hilt, and it was and very all, cool. I love so, all that stuff. Is it double sided? Do you think? I don't know. It was tough to see the, the bottom you, base. It, yeah. it looked like it was the other half, the other yeah. bottom, but the thing was only this big. Like it literally could hurt. spun. If you notice, it's spun It's spun, spun but it, what if it extends and then extends, extends? And oh, if she just, has like a pike, yeah, I'd be all over it'd that. It'd be kind of cool. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> things that we'd also like to see. Scotty's like, nope, you can't have them. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you have what you have <laughs> and you will like it. Your dreams. <laughs> JJ gave you this. You should be happy. <laughs> 
Why wasn't I want to share? Why wasn't there a lens flare on a lightsaber, JJ? (laughs) Hey, there was very few lens flares in this. I would like to come in. I know where restraint. I didn't get one on a lightsaber. (laughs) I want a lightsaber. Ting like the cover of the novels. They always had that. (laughs) So so that was was one where we're all doing one, and then yeah, yeah, I thought that you had round robin. Man, I'm so something I liked about it. But I'm still riding the euphoria of the whole thing. It's hard to think of one. Well, was what did you like seeing Wedge? Well, yeah, but that's we've covered that. <laughs> um, I'm just throwing it actually. Out. I'll tell you what I liked. I liked, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But he, my earliest uh, encounter with him was as the idiot brother in Hudson Hawk. If, do y- y'all seen Hudson of Hawk? Okay, years. Ago. But the 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 elder officer from the First Order, the one that shoots hawks. Yep, Pride. I think pride, pride yeah. or pride, pride, we couldn't remember. Pride, I think pride. Uh, the fact that you in, in the old war. Oh, great yeah, the, 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 like, one of the best lines. Yeah, he yeah. was the most competent, best officer I've seen in a movie in a while. He was a very good bad guy. He was very good. Was I mean, good he wasn't guy. an idiot. No, right? he was like, the right kind of bad he guy. He was like, oh, oh, they shot you in the leg, did they? Pow, right? See, like, I felt like he was a Tarkin. He felt like Tarkin. He could Tarkin have to me. very well become in what we know of Tarkin, right. including Rebels. Yeah, he could have. Like I liked him. I liked seeing him as a competent first order bad guy. I'm with you. I absolutely love how they treated C3PO. A hundred percent agree. I love having 3PO back to what I would call Empire level 3PO, where he's funny and kind of annoying, mm-hmm. but just. Anthony Daniels' performance in that was stunning. No, it's great because I feel like they've shat on him the rest of the time. They they, they Mm -hmm. like and like especially in the the sequel trilogy and and then the prequel trilogy. They didn't really do a lot with him either. I mean, some things, but not. I mean, he's. I mean, they put the humor back into it. I love like the scene where he doesn't know. You know, he's back on the base and he doesn't. He's talking to R two. He's like, I would remember if I had a breast breast (laughs) Yeah, you want to do what to my brain? And the next thing he's done that to him and it's. I, I I watched it again. And still knew it was coming. And still laughed. It's gold. It's, it's like, a gold moment. Um, it's Han running down the hallway for me. Exactly. It was yeah. it's so funny. It's like uh, move your ass. It's like how dare you? We just met. Yeah. <laughs> this is my oldest friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Babu Fink. My oldest. And I love Babu Fink. I love. So I love, yeah, that was going to be one of mine. Oh but God. I think dick. collectively, yeah. who doesn't love Babu Fink? Right. 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 It's like it's like, and, and it's because I think it's because we're riding this Baby Yoda wave. And Baby Yoda's amazing. And I yeah. love Baby Yoda or Kevin. Kevin. Uh, <laughs> But, but it's sticking, by the way. But, but, but on this show, I make sure it sticks on this show. The other shows, we're like, nope, no, because now I told my buddy his name is Kevin. And I get texts. He's like, Kevin wanted me to tell you to stop eating chips or something. <laughs> but I, 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 you know, I, I saw him in the trailer, and, and and you know, he comes with a three PO action figure, the the six inch one. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm buying that. And it comes comes with a little bobble frame. But and then and then I saw it on the big screen. And he's got the he's a he's little bitty body, but these gigantic hands. Oh, it's great! <laughs> and I was like, oh, what? what? <laughs> and he's like, oh, black. And I'll remember you all black. <laughs> he's great. I mean, yeah. again, ah, uh, Salacious C. Crumb for our, for you, you meet him in Jedi too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, then, and then he gets eaten in the Mandalorian, or yeah, at least we, his brethren, yeah, his family does. <laughs> yes, and and uh, I think maybe in Clone Wars, but I definitely know in. in uh, uh, resistance. and monkey lizard. Yeah, yeah. They they come in. Do you know they come in sizes? No. There there's some that are like super giant, like 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 more than taller than men size. Huh. Yeah. They're, they're, there's a Poe and um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Kaz get uh have to fight one on a on a on a dark ship in season one of Resistance. Okay. Season one where you'll like season. Yeah. It's mostly I, there's lots of Poe in that. There's a lot of Poe. I just these last couple weeks with holidays ramp up. I, I haven't you. had time to just no, I watch no, no, anything. So. You know, yeah. it is Oscar Isaac's doing the voice. It's just sweet. Uh, another one for me would be uh, Han's return, but more specifically the fact that the same dialogue was used from Force Awakens. Yeah. That the entire scene plays out because it's a memory, right? right? It plays like and a then your 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 insight changed that makes it even more brilliant, right? Uh, I mean, oh yeah, you missed it. So, uh, actually, <laughs> you might not have noticed. I didn't notice it. Did you? No, know? no. I don't. What's your insight? Well, Kevin's insight, and I, and I, I just kind of verified it when I saw it. It's like same time. So, um, the first time watching it, there's just so much going on. Y'all, there's always stuff you miss. Yeah, I missed her holding Han's like medal 
when she's dying. Oh, okay. So she's lying in bed. She's got the metal in yeah. her hand, and that's what she's channeling to because she yeah. knows that's going to reach Ben. I had seen that, and when I when I I actually did see it when she's when she's on the bed, but it didn't click what it was until it was given to Chewie. Right. right. See, I didn't pick up on it. I just saw the and so to me, so point is in yeah. that scene of dialogue yeah. now, which I love. That it went whole that scene way. was amazing. Though I had Star Wars fans right. jump my my for saying it was great to them on the phone because they're like, no, no, you can't have a Han ghost. It's like he wasn't a ghost. It's, it's, a, a, yeah. it's a very cool. They, they told you what ghosts look like. They're blue. Was he shiny blue? No. Then he, Kylo then, says you're nothing Twilight? but Twilight. Kylo says you're nothing but a memory. I mean, just write straight up what he is. Yeah. Twilight? I haven't seen Twilight. Oh, well, they sparkle. Ugh. Vampire sparkle. They, they need a blade. <laughs> oh. Or a Buffy. The cinematography in Twilight's great. At least the first two. It's got Anna Kendrick, so I might watch it eventually. Uh, <laughs> it's not worth it. Okay. Watch Rebels. I'll, I'll just watch the new Lay's commercial. <laughs> <laughs> That's good too. So, what's the other thing you like? Um, so, there, like a t- couple small, like I actually liked what's his name, Eno, or the the little droid Dio. 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 <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> like so. Just, so I got thinking about that on my second viewing. Uh-huh. You know who voices it? Yep. J.J. Abrams voices that. And he's very apologetic the whole time. And he doesn't want to be hurt. Yep. Much like J.J.'s now on Twitter right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. When thank I you. first watched it, I laughed. He goes, oh, oh, it's how the fans have been hurt. And I was like, no, wait, no, that's not the fans. That's J.J. in real life. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 thank you. No. Yeah. Don't touch me. <laughs> Don't touch me. I'm going to. But, um, <laughs> but for real, though, um, and this is weird to say because there was a part earlier in the movie, like when they're on the party planet where the... Yeah, Canto Bright. Canto... No, no. no. Not Canto Bright. The party planet. The oh, in, in Rise. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. When, 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 when they have a celebration every 42 years. Right. No. Right. Where where they got the reversed uh, um, snowmobile that I really super want. Yeah. Like, because that thing looks fun to drive. Now, would you use the launcher on it? You damn right. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, Bobby, you want to go for a ride? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, they fly now. I was like, yeah, they've flown for a while. Right. <laughs> yeah, but um, no. So, like, and there was one scene in there where, like, Chewie, when he leaves to go out after Ray, like, it's the only time I ever saw Chewie that looked like he was actually in a suit. There was a there was a way it fell when he took a step, like it fell off his hip, and I was like, oh. But that being said, no, no I, 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 I totally agree with you. when when we saw Chewie without his gear. Yeah, it looked so much like a suit. Yeah, yeah. It looked like he was like, I'm going going to the football game to be a mascot. But yeah. that being said, when Chewie and they all get back to whatever planet they're staging from, and Lou. Like after poor man's Yavin four, Yavin. It was Endor four. Like it was a combination of Yavin and Endor. The same footage for Carrie Fisher. So they're like, we need right forest. So, uh, but when Chewie finds out about Leia and breaks down, oh yeah, that's beautiful. That was so well done to me in the fact that you can't act like a normal human would act right like you have to convey your emotions and it's a new kid right it's not even peter mayhew yeah, no, right. so First like piece. the fact that he made me cry when he hit his knees i was just like i oh, mean because i was there emotionally with him. everybody away. Yeah, but i was there emotionally with him anyway yeah but when he broke down like that because he didn't even do that with han right like he got angry with han it's like ben what are you doing that you know but when leia pa- oh like that was so good Star Wars and, and, and Star Trek both. It's weird about the, the science fiction films uh, or franchises treat death in a weird way. Like there's no mourning. The only mourning we've ever really gotten in Star Wars is um, um, coming up in season four. And, yeah. And so there's a whole episode dedicated to mourning. Yeah. A whole episode. And uh, where we actually see characters react to grief. Mm-hmm. Uh, the closest thing we got next is Obi-Wan screaming... You know, and knowing trying to kill Darth Maul after Qui Gon dies, Luke Luke sees his family die, mm-hmm. and, he and then just, he goes with some creepy old dude. Guy. It's, it's like, but he was sad there for a minute. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying, he wasn't, but it was just a minute. But but he, I think he was actually sadder when Ben died. Yeah. Then and then, poor Leia's like, my whole planet's dead. Did old one old dude versus everyone I know. All right? right. But yeah, and she's witty. Yeah, she's witty. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, you know, it's it's funny where. And the only reason why I mentioned Star Trek because the same thing happens in Star Trek all the time. You watch any of the episodes or anything, someone dies, it's it's like they, they it's it's a, a blip kind of thing. And Roddenberry had always said that it was because he thought in the future 
we would have accepted death as part of life anyway. And so it was just a kind of thing. And I don't, I don't and I get it with the religious order like the Jedi because you know it's, it's the whole circle of life stuff. But not everyone follows that religion, so it's really right. interesting to me. So what if? And this is just literally thirty seconds of thought. So <laughs> it's probably wrong. Caveat. Right. Um, so it says in this original scrawl, we're in the midst of a galactic civil war. Like they don't even call it a rebellion. It's like they call it the galactic civil war. Right. Right. So I, I've never served in the military, but I know that in the middle of a war, I know they don't have time to grieve if, uh, if right. a brethren are fallen. Right? Right, right, right. So, but they'll wait till it's over. You know, they'll, they'll just bury it, which is unhealthy. Right in the long run but it's what you got to do to survive so I, that's how i've always just sort of seen it is they're in the middle of war Man, this, and then so like after return of the jedi now they have however long they need to grieve and come to terms with everything they've lost yeah well, that's well, just that that's the way i about to just see it so so basically the whole galaxy just got ptsd yeah, <laughs> I I, would I, you I, not no, after I, how many years of the I, emperor I, doing well, i know I just, you were all I, about the emperor but what? Oh, no, no, no. no that no, was I'm Stephanie not sitting there last yeah, yeah, time. I'm not a Sith guy. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a darkness me. guy. I'm actually the other way. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was me, Stephanie was right there yeah, yeah, I, on our I last one. Yeah, and I was like, so in my, like, I just had a flashback to last week. I'm like, oh, wait, no, it's always, it wasn't you. <laughs> um, I like, I really like Kylo's redemption. Yes. I, I really agree. I, I love Kylo so much in this movie. Like, Kylo, like, the way they wrote Kylo out of the the nosedive of the last two films, and I, I, you know, super winding the first one, and I, I kind of I was on, I was kind of team Kylo on, on on Last Jedi. I my favorite parts of Last Jedi are Kylo Ray stuff. Yeah, because it, it's that's the only, the only parts I enjoy. Because the only thing that makes sense to me, the rest yeah. of it doesn't make sense. It's just all weird, and it's just like here's a side story in a casino planet, which is okay. Yeah, that was here's fuel that was my forty percent. Let's um, basically let's uh, do a, a slow speed chase in space because reason. I reason. So, you know, I I love Kylo's redemption. I, I like every bit of it except the end of it. I don't understand why he has to die. Because Vader died. Vader like Star Wars doesn't believe in redemption. Only only redemption you get is out at, at, of at death. There's no there, that's it. There's no, it's like you have to die to be redeemed. It's like, wait a minute, why? Because there's do, do, are you truly redeemed afterwards? Really? Because I don't know if is it that or is it the idea that I mean you, you know Vader again going back to Order sixty six Vader is the biggest piece of shite on on ever if you think about a villain like I just right, go right, back to him right. walking in and slot being yeah. a dad like yeah. that is brutal Master Skywalker yeah I mean that's Dude, a brutal that's. that's that kid is still the best actor in all of that movie. <laughs> when he takes that one step back, like, oh, damn. Yeah. Like, best actor. I'm sorry, Sam, right? You're good. But you, that kid. But so you have that. And then, yeah. you, so I guess in some ways, I'm with you because I thought it would have really changed the system a little bit. But in the story trope that they have in that world, it's so heinous. The crimes they've committed are so heinous that someone must be sacrificed. Right. And it yeah. must be a Skywalker in order to close the story. Because if, if Anakin would. If Ray would have died, people would have been like, "Yeah, Ray sacrificed. Now Anakin means nothing." And it's like, "You idiots!" I, 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 oh, I got one big for you for Ray. I don't think this. I don't think he could have survived. I, I think if it came down to the two of them, he's the one. Like you can't have Ray die and not him. I won't lie. The first and I said this in the last show, but I, when I saw Ray and, and Kylo kiss or Ben kiss, I was like, "Oh, poor Finn." Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Feel real, I feel bad. Because that yeah. one thing you wanted to tell her was, yeah. I left the toaster on. Right. Like, I, I I love that they never answered it, actually. I like it, Because we all know what it is, yeah. except Poe Dameron. <laughs> yeah. But Poe's, you know, making winky faces at Carrie Russell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another, I mean, we're out of our things I like, but her character, yeah. totally Plus, like, yeah. I'm all in. What was Felicity in space? All right. So, so one thing, we're running slow, slow, um, short on time, so one thing we didn't like. Um, I, I, I'm gonna go technical. The front half, the front half of the movie, the pacing on the front half of the movie. The first time, I know it changed. First time to me was very jarring. Yeah, it was very cutty. Yeah, to a point, I was like, "This is a little distracting." I'm okay with it, but it's a little distracting. I'm I'm not enjoying it. And then the second half hit, and it was a completely different experience. Just the first half of it was was my issue. So, other than my problem that I've had the whole trilogy of the way they treat hyperspace in this trilogy. Uh, my biggest problem, and it's such a BS problem to have. So Ben was on the Death Star 2. He's redeemed. He has to come in and save the day. Um, 
original TIE fighters don't have hyperspace capabilities. How did he get there in that old ass TIE fighter they showed? You know, I'm with you on that. I didn't realize it was an old ass TIE fighter until I watched it again today. It's an old ass TIE fighter. I was like, how? Did he get to Exegor in that thing? They say in the original movie that it's a short range yeah, fighter. Yeah. It must They've be part of a convoy. Even in all the specs, it's never been They there. never had. And then an easy fix, just put them in a tie advance. Or, you know, in, or in a first order one. Well, where do you get it? Yeah, where do you get it? The uh, but th- th- that's the issue. My issue is, and that falls into the way Abrams, and it's right. this one's on Abrams, right. how he treats hyperspace. Right. It's... Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's the same way like yeah. in when you, when you see the it's time star killer when you see times killer base shooting and they see it from their planet right through the atmosphere yeah. and then in the end of rise of skywalker they see the command ship falling okay, but, from the base but physics, how but physics in star wars doesn't work the same way physics in our world we win and that's a given okay but their hyperspace in the latest trilogy is not working the same way it worked in the original trilogy and that's where i'm you 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 have to take time to make calculations. If you don't, you'll fly too close to a star into a planet, and that'll end your trip real quick, won't well, it, kid? Well, I can defend He's, that. Han says I, it. I, how I, are you going? But then, how are you going to go out of a docking bay into atmosphere, hop, skip, and jump like Poe was doing? Like that's like you well, can't. That, that, but didn't you like that? Because you were all like my boy, huh? <laughs> no, but but Ray I, I like normally does that for them. That's the that was a line that I picked up on. Ray uses the force, and and because Ray's normally the one that does the light skipping right. with them, right? He says it. Apparently, like, not you, in the you did it without you did it without Ray, though. Yeah, but no, he's she's more mad because you because you can't light skip the Falcon. He goes, apparently, I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't light It's bad motivators because everything's a motivator. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So I want to end. I want to end on this. Okay. Um, I watched. I watched this with a friend who's a casual Star Wars friend. Uh, Ooh, interesting. Uh, just casual. He's he's not obsessive, he, but he's my age. We grew up with it, but he's never been like it's the greatest thing. I mean, same DNA, just just didn't. For him, it's like, I, I enjoy it. And he enjoyed this one. He enjoyed this one. And then he walked out and he says, here's the thing I, I have a problem with. And I said, what's that? He goes, because of this movie, the sequel trilogy doesn't doesn't matter. Hmm. He says, the prequel trilogy matters. There's something there's something at stake. It gives, it's it a ad- through line. It adds it adds a story to it because we now we, underst- we understand Anakin's motivations and how he became Vader. Mm-hmm. This could have been anything. Yep. And it doesn't have a connection. There's no through line. There's no through. It's, it has no connection outside of just the character. Better yet, it has no connection to the Force, if you think about it. So there's nothing that binds anything together. So, and I was just... Wow. You know, I, I, got, I, thought wow. That was, I thought it was I didn't, something I didn't think about. How it's really just kind of a throwaway story. More so than like, I mean, you know, if you, it doesn't really matter how you feel about this, the prequel trilogy. I, you know, but, but it wouldn't have been had Ray, in my opinion, Ray been related. We have been, but if they could have done it, and I still go back and say, I think what happened with Force Awakens is a story arc that was being built. It got destroyed in Last Jedi, and they had to figure what you know, just whatever. Yeah, just story arcs, not attacking anybody. Right, but right. Then in the third, this third film, it's really three films. Like Force Awakens set up the characters well. Remove Last Jedi and give me an adventure story about trying to find the history, so they know all this. And so that's the front half of this one. Yeah. Explored into a second. And imagine now your second movie in this trilogy is that. Mm-hmm. And then your third movie is, oh my God, the big end on the two in Palpatine. Well, and and we, we talked a little bit about the on the last show, but I, I thought, and, and, and now thinking a little bit more the last few days after seeing it, um, I would have enjoyed more so if they knew about the Palpatine, Palpatine thing sooner than it was created. Because like it should have been the through line of the entire story. Oh, yeah. Because Snoke I, was, right. and I think they. Yeah, I yeah. think it's. I think it's a better story if I have two factions looking for this message instead of looking for the uh, the map to Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Why would you give a map to yourself? Here's something that yeah. Here's a guy who wants to be found. Right. And whoever finds me first. And so what if Ray finds him first at the end of you, know, you in in the end of the Last Jedi? She she goes to find and she finds him and turns. Right. That's your Empire moment mm-hmm. that everyone was missing out of Last Jedi. And then you have. Or what if he has the quote wayfinder holocron the entire time? Like so, finding Luke finds a holocron that right, leads you where you need right, to be. Right. So yeah. So she 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 goes off to to go find this maybe against his wishes, but she goes, and then she turns because Luke didn't turn. We never got that story. Right. And so imagine we got that story now and now through Ray. Ray turns and then Kylo's got to go, go go get her back. That's a whole that's redemption arc, a whole thing. There's a whole so you can do. The problem is they didn't think about it until the last end. I mean, 
JJ's probably kicking himself about about what you know. This is a great <laughs> idea. This is well, cool. I think it's Kathleen, and like I said on the show, I think they were just so invested. Yeah, they spend time. It's high profile. Star Wars yeah. is the maybe the highest profile. There's no way out when it's a trilogy. And I know. Right. I know. In the long run, you know, people can say, "Well, if you're you know if you're unhappy with it, go make your own thing." Well, you know what? I'm going to. I'm going to make my own. Thing. I got all these great ideas. We'll just make would, our own. Thing. Would love to. Probably can't afford the licenses. <laughs> well, let's go make, let's go make pick it up. I'd like to do a re-edit. I'd like to edit out uh, uh, Last Jedi and figure out a way of. Just Sounds like you just want to edit out Rose. <laughs> wow! Don't drag me down that hole, man. That's not me. I'm we're, just teasing. We're going to leave that on that note. I'm just teasing. He's going to take me out of the dumpster in a minute. We will, we will be uh, revisiting the last, uh, the, the last, See? and, and, it's, and we'll be re- revisiting Rise of Skywalker over the next few episodes of my, there's just so much to talk about. But we've got tons. We've got tons to, to discuss. So Drew, as always, you're always welcome. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having and me. So, uh, Enjoyed it. So this is Scotty saying, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours and may the force be with you. I knew you were going to say that. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.